Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Good morning. Good morning. So happy to be with you. I'm back in Kauai, Hawaii, and the sun's not up yet because it's five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And uh, the roosters are beginning to crow outside. And I am crowing inside because I get to be with you. Yay. And we get to talk about God, my favorite topic. Yeah, how blessed we are. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for transcending time and space to join me in a conversation about our true identity. So let's begin, as we always do, with a blessing and a prayer. Ah, I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath with me. We're breathing in love, breathing out gratitude, so grateful and so thankful for the love of God that reveals itself in our heart and in our mind. Our true identity is being made plain to us. We're partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self to recall our true identity, to know the truth that sets us free, free from all false identification free from all belief in problems. So grateful and so thankful to open our hearts and minds to recognize that we are born of the perfect love and we are the perfect givers and receivers of love. And the rewards of God are our life. They are our destiny. They are our inheritance. We're claiming it right now. We give thanks for it, and we let it be. As we share the benefits with everyone, we allow our healing, our expansion, our recalibration, our coming home to be. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully say, and so it is, Amen. 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 Hmm. Yes. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and the topic this week is rewards and punishment. So I've been thinking about this topic for a little while now, and it's coming to my awareness that there the ego will motivate with this idea of rewards and punishment. And the spirit offers no punishment. God doesn't know any punishment. God does not punish. Punish, in fact, in um, the chapter 2, section 8, the meaning of the last judgment in paragraph 3, Jesus says, punishment is a concept totally opposed to right mindedness. So what we're endeavoring in our working the workbook and and really working these principles and teachings of A Course in Miracles to live them, to walk the talk and live the love, we're truly interested in right-mindedness. So we're eliminating our choices for wrong-mindedness, and we're developing that awareness and choice for right-mindedness. So punishment is a concept totally opposed to right-mindedness. Isn't that helpful? Isn't that helpful? So if you find yourself thinking of punishment, punishment for your dog, punishment for your child, Punishment for your neighbor who is bothering you. Punishment for your business associate who doesn't follow through on their contract. Punishment for yourself 
for drinking, eating, whatever too much, for being lazy, whatever you regard as bad and wrong. If you think that there should be punishment for anything, punishment for murder, punishment for terrorism, punishment for anything at all, then you're in wrong-mindedness. How clear is that? Makes it so easy, doesn't it? Heck yeah. I think, (laughs) I love it when the course is so clear. Because then you can just take that thought and apply it right across the board. Now, A Course in Miracles also says that all the rewards of heaven, all the rewards of right-mindedness, all of them are available to us right now. Because right-mindedness, love, compassion, kindness, generosity is its own reward. I I know that um, uh, when I was growing up and my mother was teaching me patience, she uh, said that quote, I think I was probably a teenager when she first said it to me, but the quote, Not hearing you. I, I can't say that again. Okay. So when I was growing up, I think it was when I was a teenager, my mother, me, I believe the quote is from St. Augustine, the rewards of patience are patience. The rewards of patience our patience. The reward of patience is patience, is actually what I think it is. So you see the rewards of God, the reward of being loving is being loving. The reward of being kind is kindness, it's being kind. The reward of patience is patience. So this is the difference between the ego and God. So in the God mind, in right-mindedness, when we choose right-mindedness, it is its own reward because it naturally brings with it the peace of God, the joy of God, the freedom of God, the wholeness of God, the insight of God, the love of God, fully and completely. So I just love this. It's so helpful to recognize that the fullness of the rewards of God are always available to us, and God never punishes. So in our mind, if we're thinking of punishing, if we're thinking of withholding love, if we're thinking of withholding kindness, if we're thinking of withholding patience, any kind of withholding like that, then we are identified with the ego. We're in the wrong mind, not the right mind. And you know what? It says in A Course in Miracles, the ego rewards with pain. So when you have done right by the ego, 
when you have aligned with the ego and you are living by the ego's direction, the ego thought system, when you're being really good at identifying with the body and the ego, the reward is pain. <laughs> and that's how you know pain Pain lets you know that you have misidentified. Pain is a wrong perspective. Pain is a wrong perspective. It's the perspective of the one who feels and believes in separation. And it really doesn't matter what kind of pain it is. Now, the thing about pain, too, is it can be a mechanism that pushes us it pushes us towards God. So that's why sometimes when someone we love is suffering because of their ego identification, because they're not choosing patience and kindness and compassion, generosity, and they're suffering, well, Sometimes that's how they're going to learn that the rewards of the ego are not worth having. So, I, I see, I just love these teachings because they're so clear. And if you are experiencing pain and suffering, unhappiness, feeling lost and confused, what I love is, for me, I realize when those feelings are what's going on with me, it's because of I have falsely identified with that smaller, selfish, separate self. And I can choose again and choose again and choose again until I feel the peace of God. So chapter four here, The Illusions of the Ego, Section three, love without conflict. One of my favorite sections, by the way, love without conflict. <laughs> uh, it just, just says so clearly that conflict is simply because we've chosen wrongly. So it says here in paragraph three, it is surely apparent by now why the ego regards spirit as its enemy. The ego arose from the separation and its continued existence depends on your continuing belief in the separation. The ego must offer you some sort of rewards for maintaining this belief. All it can offer is a sense of temporary existence, which begins with its own beginning and ends with its own ending. So the rewards of the ego are pain and a temporary sense of existence. can be a temporary sense of importance. And don't we know many people, and you might be one of them, I certainly was, but don't we know many people who instead of recognizing their God self, their wholeness, their magnificence, their perfection, their radiance, their luminosity, their brilliance and their genius, instead they settle for specialness of not good enough, specialness of pain and suffering, specialness of always needing and wanting and craving and feeling so special because they're so bad, they're so wrong, they're so deprived or so depraved. Have you ever felt that kind of specialness? I'm so special because I'm so far from good. I used to feel that. As I, after I had been studying spiritual teachings for, let's see now, 15 years, one of the strongest thoughts I had in my mind after 15 years of study was, this works for everyone but me. Have you ever had that thought? This works for everyone but me. I don't have that thought anymore. I can't even remember the last time I had that thought. It's been years and years, years since I've had that thought. But that used to be 
a thought I had every day, several times a day. This spiritual stuff works for everyone but me. And I decided to prove that it does work for everyone, including me. I decided to go for broke, as they say, but it's really not going for broke. It's going for the riches, going for the kingdom, going for the treasure within. And I didn't know how to do it, but I decided that's the only thing that matters to me. I'm going to find the way. I'm going to find that road map. And I did. I did. And that's what I've been working ever since. And actually making that decision is what led me to the course. And when I found the course, I realized I had been working the lessons for years even before I knew they existed. So that's why I just fell in love with the course as soon as I found it. And what I also can tell you is that I, oh, yeah, tell you this. My Finding Freedom Boot Camp which is my seven-week class where I walk you through uh, many of the exact steps I took that really helped me in the application of A Course in Miracles. And so in that application of A Course in Miracles, I really, truly began to shift. And so that Finding Freedom Boot Camp, it just shifted everything so quickly. I I love being able to teach and offer that, and also my year-long Masterful Living class. So uh, you can check all of that out at jenniferhadley.com. There's a ton of free stuff at jenniferhadley.com. In fact, right now you can get my seven simple steps to interrupting the patterns of fear for free at jenniferhadley.com. And uh, I believe that's on the events page. might be on the home page. Another thing that can help you out if you're new to me, you might not realize I also have a free forgiveness workshop. And that forgiveness workshop is called How to Get Over It. And that's also free at jenniferhadley.com. Because, you know, when we don't forgive, then we, we live in that punishment. Because when we're holding something against someone or we're living in fear, we're the one who's being punished. So this is why I have these two free classes for you, Seven Simple Steps to Interrupting the Patterns of Fear and How to Get Over It both available for you for free at jenniferhadley.com. Yes, because we do not have to live in the suffering. Yes, and if you appreciate this free radio show, if you appreciate... if you appreciate anything that I'm offering, then... uh, Know that everything is offered and sponsored by the Power of Love Ministry, powerofloveministry.org. <laughs> and you can uh, make a contribution and support these offerings. One of the best contributions you can make is always to write a review at iTunes or wherever you pick up the podcast from. That's always very helpful in helping other people find it as well. So I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and walking the talk, and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey, 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 Jennifer Hadley. I'm so happy to be with you. I'm back again as the sun is rising over the sleeping giant here in Kauai and the roosters are crowing and we're talking about rewards and punishment. So God doesn't believe in punishment, therefore 
it doesn't, it's not something that's possible for us to experience in our true identity, in our real self. In fact, there's a lot that Jesus says about his experience of the crucifixion, that he wasn't being punished and that he felt no pain. But we're, we're not going to go down that road right this second. Uh, in chapter 4, The Illusions of the Ego, section 6, The Rewards of God, Jesus says in paragraph 3, You have very little trust in me as yet, but it will increase as you turn more and more often to me instead of to your ego for guidance. The results will convince you increasingly that this choice is the only sane one you can make. So the more you choose love, as I was saying before the break, the more you choose love, the reward of choosing love is being loving. The reward of choosing patience is being patient. The reward of choosing kindness is being kind. And the way that that feels and the experience and choosing to, if you will, experience positive karma and those rewards rather than the experience of pain. So when we choose with the ego, and this is really, really important to understand. So when we choose unkindness, when we choose to be impatient, when we choose to be unloving, mean, hurtful, and spiteful, we experience pain, not because we're being punished, but because that is the reward of choosing separation. Choosing separation brings more separation, and that brings pain and conflict, upset, hurt, fear, anger, resentment, regret, doubt, worry, shame. These are the rewards of choosing separation. The rewards of choosing to join, to know the oneness, choosing love and compassion, the rewards are the peace of God, the wholeness of God, the freedom of God, the wisdom of God, the clarity of God, the beauty of God. Yes. So, it says, the results will convince you increasingly that the choice is that this choice, the choice for love, is the only sane one you can make. No one who learns from experience that one choice brings peace and joy, while another brings chaos and disaster, needs additional convincing. Well, <laughs> sometimes I've needed additional convincing. Oh, my gosh. Learning through rewards is more effective than learning through pain because pain is an ego illusion and can never induce more than a temporary effect, right? So that's the thing about choosing the ego. It can only bring you the reward of a temporary effect. And this was one of the most important learnings I've had in the last few years, which is that people who are wanting, 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 and they finally get what they want. And they feel happy and peaceful for a moment because it only lasts for a little while. But when you get what you think you want, you think you're happy because you have what you want. But the actual reason why you have that temporary sense of peace and happiness when you get what you want is that for a moment, you're not wanting anything. You recognize that you have it. So the rewards of God are recognizing that the kingdom is pre-installed. And if you seek first the kingdom, then everything's going to be added unto you. And you'll live in that having the kingdom, having everything, having the treasure all the time. So why settle for a temporary sense of cessation 
of needing, wanting, craving, when you can live in that having all the time. It's because we are temporarily identified with the ego and we think we're a body. So we think that the feeling the body's cravings, what we think of the body's cravings, for whether it's popcorn or sex or drugs or alcohol or adulation, idolation, if whatever that craving is around the body, if we, we think that it can be satisfied, we've really lost our mind. Because none of the cravings, needings, and wantings that can be associated with the body are ever actually in the body. It's always in the mind, never in the body. So it says here, the rewards of God, again, we're chapter 4, section 6, paragraph 3, the rewards of God, however, are immediately recognized as eternal. Since the recognition is made by you and not the ego, the recognition itself establishes that you and your ego cannot be identical. You may believe that you have already accepted this difference, but you are by no means convinced as yet. The fact that you believe you must escape from the ego shows this, but you cannot escape from the ego by humbling it or controlling it or punishing it. Okay, so... Now, here's where we can get some real traction in our practice of A Course in Miracles. So if you start to think in your life, how is it, where is it that you are choosing to reward yourself for being good? Where is it that you're choosing to punish yourself for being bad? And would you be willing to eliminate those kinds of behavior? Because that's a sure sign that you're identified with the ego. Rewards and punishment. And this can be really tricky for people who have, who are children, uh, people who have children. But if you look at the way you live your life, do you reward yourself? for good behavior and do you punish yourself for bad behavior do you reward yourself for working really hard do you reward yourself with activities that in a sense are perpetuating well not in a sense but are definitely perpetuating the egos, uh, the ego identification, the identification with the body. So, for instance, if you reward yourself with a cocktail, you reward yourself with a glass of wine, you war- reward yourself with a treat. So, this is one of the things I've been working with for a while: is eliminating all that kind of thing. The thought, I've been good, therefore I deserve a treat. I've been good, therefore I'm going to buy myself something as a reward. I'm going to take myself somewhere and get myself something. All of that belief continues the identification with the ego. And sometimes people really punish themselves, too. And sometimes that reward immediately becomes a punishment, doesn't it? So I can remember when I was younger, after a hard week at work, I would think that I was rewarding myself by going out and partying on Friday night or Saturday night, and I would drink too much and be hungover, and then I would be physically suffering. So that reward immediately turned into a punishment. You see how that can work? People reward themselves with buying things, and then the punishment is they have to pay for it. They're in debt, and they don't know how they're going to pay their bills. So just eliminating rewards and punishment as any kind of thing that you participate in your life 
that's going to make a huge difference in terms of ego identification. Yes. Instead of rewarding yourself or punishing yourself, what about instead holding in your mind that you can experience the rewards of choosing love, choosing patience, choosing kindness, choosing compassion, choosing generosity. Lesson 98, I will accept my part in God's plan for salvation. Paragraph 5, is it not worth five minutes of your time each hour to be able to accept the happiness that God has given you? Is it not worth five minutes hourly to recognize your special function here? Is it not five minutes, is not five minutes, but a small request to make in terms of gaining a reward so great that it has no measure? You have made a thousand losing bargains at the least. Here is an offer guaranteeing you your full release from pain of every kind and joy the world does not contain. You can exchange a little of your time for peace of mind and certainty of purpose with the promise of complete success. And since time has no meaning, you are being asked for nothing in return for everything. Here is a bargain that you cannot lose, and what you gain is limitless indeed. Wow. Five minutes an hour for God. And what I can tell you that I have proven to myself is that every bit of my time, energy, effort, and attention that I give to God brings me the reward of remembering my true identity. One of the things, remember how I was saying before that one of the biggest patterns in my mind that I thought, I'm never going to get rid of this pattern, was it works for everyone but me. That was one of the biggest patterns in my mind. And the fact that I could really release that is why I started my Finding Freedom Boot Camp. Because I thought, oh my God, I have to share this, what I've learned about how to release it with other people. Because this is so completely life-changing. And the same is true. I used to have this pattern of being driven by not having enough time. I didn't get in that for a long time until, gosh, until I was probably about 40 years old. <clears throat> I was constantly worried about getting enough sleep. Really, I had, used to be terrified about not getting enough sleep and that uh, I, my day would be ruined if I didn't get enough sleep. And then my productivity would be ruined if I didn't get enough sleep. My happiness would be ruined if I didn't get enough sleep. And I used to need nine hours of sleep. But when I really started doing this work, my need for sleep dropped down to six to seven hours a night. Why? I really think it's because I didn't need those hours in dream time to process and work through all the pain and conflict, all the thoughts of separation. So you see, this is one of the main things in A Course in Miracles is about using time wisely and that truly working the workbook is about saving time. This is something that so many people find it's so difficult to get, and I was one of them. So I thought that if I invested time in my spiritual practice, I would have less time to accomplish work and doing things like that. And I thought, if I don't put the time into work, I won't have the money to pay my bills. So I have to put the time into work more than spiritual practice. 
I have to put the time into making my life good by doing things in the world of form. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. I made the decision to test it for myself, and I began to invest a little more time on a regular basis in my spiritual practice to undo the ego identification, to undo the ego identification. And lo and behold, (laughs) wow, it's true. What A Course in Miracles says is true. Jesus is telling us the truth, that the more we invest in our spiritual practice, that five minutes an hour, the more we will have time, energy, everything, abundance, prosperity, everything to invest in our wholeness, in our freedom, in our joy, in our happiness, in our peace of mind. And we will experience more wholeness, more joy, more peace of mind. Truly. So the rewards of God are God. And the rewards of the ego are pain. How clear is that? I love it. I'm so grateful that it's clear. Lesson 164. Paragraph 4. There is a silence into which the world cannot intrude. There is an ancient peace you carry in your heart and have not lost. There is a sense of holiness in you. The thought of sin has never touched. All this today you will remember. Faithfulness in practicing today will bring rewards so great and so completely different from all the things you sought before that you will know that here your treasure is and here you rest. Yes. How beautiful. How wonderful. Lesson 164. Hmm. Let's choose our salvation. Let's choose the peace of God and the love of God. Let's recognize that God does not punish and We don't need to invest in punishing. It's not helpful to us. Punishing thoughts, punishing behavior, forget about it. We don't need to reward ourselves either for good behavior. (coughs) Choosing the love of God is its own reward. Let's recognize that and not give it some reward like food or anything in this experience of time and space. Let's treasure the reward of God. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles. Remember, you can sign up for my Finding Freedom Boot Camp at my website. You can also get those two free classes, How to Get Over It, and Seven Simple Steps to Interrupt the Patterns of Fear. They're available right now at jenniferhadley.com. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we're taking a break. I'll be right back. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. My mind and body are in an ongoing conversation. My body responds to my thoughts, and my mind continually receives messages from my body, especially when something is out of order. However, I am more than mind and body. I am created in the image and likeness of God. I am first and foremost spirit. As I bring my spiritual awareness into the conversation between mind and body, I keep myself in balance. I know my body and its needs. I nurture it with food and water rest and exercise. I also send an affirmation of life and renewal to every cell of my being. With spirit-centered thoughts, words, and actions, I claim my true identity as a whole and healthy expression of God, mind, body, and spirit. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. 
What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit. Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. We're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about rewards and punishment. I think it's so helpful to us in this path of awakening. Chapter 16 in uh, the Manual for Teachers, How Should the Teacher of God Spend His Day? Paragraph 9. The avoidance of magic is the avoidance of temptation. So, Course in Miracles defines, uh, defines magic as something that we choose instead of God. So every single issue that we have in this world, everything that appears to be a problem or a difficulty, is because of our ego identification. So the only problem, of course, Miracles tells us so clearly that the only problem we have in this world is that ego identification, is that belief in separation. So that's what, of course, Miracles is all about. It's a mind training system to train our mind to identify with our true identity, which is God, which is love, peace, joy, harmony, freedom, wisdom, clarity. So that's why when we seek the kingdom first, all else will be added unto us. When we seek the kingdom, which is our true nature as God, then the all else that's added unto us is that full connection with the spiritual qualities of God. The spiritual qualities of God, I describe them as being live streaming all the time, always available. But if we believe in lack and limitation, we're not going to tune into and tap into and express and reveal and experience the spiritual qualities of God, such as prosperity, wholeness, freedom, joy, love, harmony, creativity, beauty, wisdom, peace. So the spiritual qualities of God are what we're blocking when we choose ego identification. So that's why we start using magic, what A Course in Miracles defines as magic, is because we have blocked our access to our divinity. So we're taking the substitute that we can find in this world, the substitute that the ego has made, So instead of experiencing the peace of God and the joy of God, we'll trade that for numbing out in front of the television or something like that. So instead of experiencing the love of God, we'll be in a special relationship. So the avoidance of magic, this is again paragraph 9, chapter 16 in the Manual for Teachers, The avoidance of magic is the avoidance of temptation. 
For all temptation is nothing more than the attempt to substitute another will for God's. These attempts may indeed seem frightening, but they are merely pathetic. They can have no effects, neither good nor bad, neither rewarding nor demanding sacrifice, healing, nor destructive, quieting, nor fearful. When all magic is recognized as merely nothing, the teacher of God has reached the most advanced state. All intermediate lessons will but lead to this. Bring this goal nearer to recognition. For magic of any kind in all its forms simply does nothing. Its powerlessness is the reason it can be so easily escaped. What has no effects can hardly terrify. Yes. So you see here that the teaching is that we can choose the love of God. We can choose the peace of God. We can choose the harmony of God. These are the rewards of God. Choosing the rewards of God rather than the rewards of the ego. (laughs) So, if you think about where in your life you have built into how you operate, where you're choosing to punish yourself particularly. Let's eliminate that because it's so painful. How do you choose to punish yourself? And one of the things I think that works really well for me is just to say to the higher Holy Spirit self, let me have clarity about where I'm punishing myself. Because it's so common. When people feel ashamed and guilty, they will punish themselves and they may not even know it. So sometimes people have done things where they've been cruel to others and they'll punish themselves by thinking I'm bad and I'm wrong and I don't deserve goodness. I don't deserve love. And we can let that go. Yes, we can let that go. In uh, chapter 2, section 8, The Meaning of the Last Judgment, it says in paragraph 3, The last judgment is generally thought of as a procedure undertaken by God. Actually, it will be undertaken by my brothers with my help. It is a final healing rather than a metting out of punishment. However much you may think, that punishment is deserved. Punishment is a concept totally opposed to right-mindedness. And the aim of the last judgment is to restore right-mindedness to you. So there's not going to be any judgment from God. This is one of the hardest things for us to really get and understand, that there's not, even if you are a murderer, There's not going to be a judgment from God. There's not going to be a punishment from God. But it is done unto you as you believe. If you believe that you need to be punished, aren't you going to bring that experience into your life? So the invitation here really is to look at, is there any part of your life that you're experiencing now, that's a punishment for choices that you made, can you release the idea that you need to be punished or you deserve to be punished or that you can learn better through being punished? Let's give all that up. And if there's anybody that you're angry with, that you've been hurt by, that you haven't forgiven, whether it's on a global scale or family scale, doesn't matter. could even be yourself. That you feel there's someone that deserves to be punished. 
Will you be willing to give that belief to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting so that you are no longer believing in it? Because if you believe anyone deserves to be punished, you'll believe that you deserve to be punished because there is only the one. Enough with punishment. Let's choose to experience the rewards of God because we're choosing God. We're giving that five minute a day. Hmm. So grateful and so thankful to join with you today. I hope you'll go and get those free classes and workshops at jenniferhadley.com. And if uh, you're ready for my Finding Freedom Boot Camp, you can read about it there at jenniferhadley.com. Wow, people are in the class, of course, right now. People are going through it. And you can join us if you like. And Wow, people are having huge breakthroughs on a daily basis, and I love it. I'm so grateful for my finding freedom in my own heart and my own mind. So let's take a breath of love and gratitude and seal that prayer in our heart and in our mind. We're grateful and thankful to know the love of God is all that there is. The love of God is all that we are. We're choosing the love. We're choosing the patience, the kindness, and the generosity. We're giving thanks for it. And in grace and gratitude, we joyfully let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll be with you next week. Mwah!